You are listening to the Lit and Lucid Podcast, brought to you by Yoohoo Brand. Here's your host, Lucy and Jared. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Lit and Lucid Podcast. We're here recording with our friend Joe Madrid. She is the manager of marketing, promotions, and CSR at Lightshade. What's up, Joe? Hi, Lucy. Hi, Jared. Thanks for uh, having me today. Um, yeah, I'm just really happy to be here and talk a little bit about Lightshade CSR programming, um, what we're doing in the community, and um, thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're stoked to have you join us and, and be a part of our mission to spread adequate knowledge and information about the cannabis industry. <laughs> Yeah, so Joe is going to talk to us a little bit today about Lightshade CSR. We've touched on CSR in a couple of past episodes. It's corporate social responsibility. So we're going to learn a little bit more about Lightshade. It's a local dispensary here in Denver. They have eight locations. A little bit more about how they connect with the community and what you guys are doing for employee engagement and things like that. So she's going to touch base on that. And then a little bit more about Jo. She's been in the cannabis industry for about two years. She started as a bud tender, and now she's working over at Lightshade, managing a tons of different things over there, keeping herself busy. Um, but yeah, so it's, I'm going to be interested to learn a little bit about your background. How you, I know you did have a nonprofit background before mm-hmm. this, and kind of how you ended up in <clears throat> cannabis, and how you know that background is helping you in your role today. Okay, sure. Um, so I I do come from a nonprofit background. I have kind of a weird uh, background. Um, when I was younger, I was an aircraft mechanic. I did that for several years, and I became an inspector. And then I did—I um, was teaching at an FAA school, nice. uh, aviation maintenance. So I was a mechanic, and actually, you know, had the big cool. rollaway and the whole thing. And um, and I got kind of tired of that. It wasn't fulfilling to me. So I went back to college, and I got my degree um, later. And uh, you know, I had kids at the time. Um, and I started just focusing more on nonprofit work. Um, First, I was working at a Head Start program, and that was kind of my first, I guess, touch with people that were uh, in need mm-hmm. and that just weren't as blessed and were as, you know, circumstances happen, and, and a lot of these people were living paycheck to paycheck. And so I would go into the homes and, and um, visit with these people and work on, you know, with their kids, and, um, and, and I just fell in love with it. I fell in love working with underserved communities. Mm-hmm. So... I, um, I kind of transferred that to public health programs after I got my degree, and I worked um, trying to get underserved women and women that didn't have insurance, this was pre-Affordable Care Act, yeah. um, to get cancer screenings because they were available for breast and cervical and colorectal cancer. So lots of people um, that just didn't have the money or the insurance to do that mm-hmm. and then follow up with treatment. So mm-hmm. I worked a lot in the oncology field, and that kind of... Uh, and, and I had consumed cannabis, you know, and secretly for many, many years. Personally, myself, I hurt my back when I was 12. I broke it in four places. Oh, wow. And um, so that uh, was, cannabis really helped me at a young age even. And I, I didn't realize, yeah. you know, what it was or, or how it was helping. And I had kind of a secret life. I had like the nerd life at school. <laughs> and then I had my, you know, my get high friends yeah. that, <laughs> after school. <laughs> but... Uh, so yeah, no, I, I just was working in nonprofit and public health programs, um, trying to raise money to help people, you know, mostly around cancer screening. I lost my own mom to, to cancer and several of her family members. So um, it, 
it was great. It, it does tend to burn you out working in nonprofit world. It's a for, lot of work. It's a lot of work, yeah. yeah. And then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go do it. I'm going to just go. And I went to a job fair out of the blue one day, and I was hired on the spot. And I was like, whoa, okay. Um, and I secret, I did it secretly worked as a bud tender because I was at the same time um, directing a nonprofit organization from home. So I was an executive director of a nonprofit org. And, you know, the other... 12 hour days I was working as a butt tender so yeah so um and I and I loved it you know and I loved being able to help patients and customers whether they were there just for recreational use or whether they were there with really serious medical issues so Mm -hmm. I just fell in love with it and and then when I heard about light shade I was just super excited and it just kind of all fell into place where a job came open and and there I was so I was able to bring my belief in cannabis yeah. as medicine and is also, you know, as, as a good, healthy option for people who, you know, who consume responsibly. But also my love of helping those less fortunate, it was like the match made in heaven. Yeah, so, that's awesome. That's how I got here. That's how the universe <laughs> works. Right? It does. Yeah, yeah. And I, we hear, you know, incredible <clears throat> stories and that's another one of just how, you know, life finds its way and it leads you in the right direction and and I really believe that now you're in a community where you can, you know, make a huge impact and, and spread your wings and, and kind of impact others. So that's awesome. Yeah. No, you it's a great good. job of following your intuition and yeah. taking the I've Yeah, I have always done that. And, and I think it's it's been great. You know, I, I encourage everyone that I meet just to do that. Listen to that little voice and, yeah. you know, don't be afraid to to start over, you know, to just wipe the board clean and, and start over. Yeah. And that's cool because even, I mean, even you have to start over. Even yourself, I mean, you took a ton of your experience from your past and you're directly applying it now. So maybe it's not something you thought you were going to be doing 10 years ago, but you're still using all that experience that you've amassed. And you're, I think you're helping turn a movement into something great, something even bigger than maybe anything you've ever done before. Yeah, which is cool. exactly. Because, you exactly. know, this is like spearheading a, a new movement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, we really think it is. So for a little bit of background on CSR... Um, it's corporate social responsibility. So it's like, how is your, what is your company doing to stand out, you know, amongst the crowd, really? Like, especially with so many dispensaries in Denver, like, how are you going to differentiate yourself from all these other ones? And I think CSR is a really big factor that allows you guys to stand out. Um, and what CSR is, is kind of, you know, promoting yourselves and impacting local communities, working with nonprofits, um, allowing maybe your employees to, you know, volunteer and things like that. So why don't you explain to us what Lightshed is doing in particular? Um, sure. For their CSR program. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, we started a couple of years ago, so we've been doing this for about two years now, um, which is a, a huge head start, I think, yeah. for lots mm-hmm. of Colorado companies. And we are, we initially partnered partnered with Kind Colorado, so that's a nonprofit that does work here in Colorado that connects cannabis companies to nonprofit organizations that are open to receiving funding from cannabis. So that's kind of a big challenge and. Um, in cannabis is a, a lot of companies, especially if they receive federal funding, yeah. they don't want cannabis dollars because they might lose their federal funding. Right. So um, Kind Colorado was really instrumental in connecting us mm-hmm. to organizations initially, and we've really grown that group of organizations. Um, but basically, Lightshade, we work off five pillars of social responsibility. Um, we, ha- we help people who are, who are experiencing homelessness and extreme poverty. We help... Um, address food insecurity and people that need food and helping to relieve hunger. We support veterans. That's one of the areas. Uh, Public health and safety. And then our last 
pillar is environmental sustainability. And at Lightshade, we've touched, we touch on all of those every year. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the first, the first three, you know, helping people who are experiencing homelessness, poverty, food insecurity, veterans, those are really big needs in Colorado, we found. Um, and we, it's important for us to give back because it's the right thing to do. Okay, it's the mm-hmm. right thing. Yeah, um, we want to support and elevate the communities that we're in, that our stores are in. You know, a lot of people say, you know, we have a bad rap. Hey, these guys are coming into the community and now they're bringing all this, you know, all of these people that we don't want in our community when we're just doing the opposite. Right. You know, we're, we're actually partnering with community organizations and helping the, the community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, another thing that's really, really important for us is to instill that sense of giving back to our staff. Um, many of our staff members have never volunteered, you know, and, and this way we can just really um, provide those opportunities, kind of ready-made opportunities. Show up at this time, this is what we're gonna do, here's the sign-up sheet, and we'll yeah. see you there. So um, we've been, we have so many organizations. Um, right now, we're working with Amazing Grace Church, that's up in Thornton, Servicios de la Raza, Aurora Warms the Night, The Gathering Place, Grant Street Reach, Denver Urban Gardens, Senior Support Services, Colorado Homeless Families, Project Sanctuary, Food Bank of the Rockies, um, and then we do a little bit of work with Aurora Shop with the Cop and uh, this this Colorado Department of Transportation Don't Drive High campaign. I think it's so, amazing. A lot, right? It's amazing, yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys have really covered a lot of aspects and you know, I love that you pointed out when you were first starting to speak that um, dispensaries get a bad rap and cannabis and companies in general get a bad rap. And a lot of the pillars that people focused on initially when they approved cannabis legalization was uh, public health and safety, you know, environmental concerns, uh, mainly like the economic benefits of it. But nobody talked about these cannabis companies coming in and making the community better. You know, everybody knew that, okay, we're going to be taking drugs off the street from black market people. We're going to be infusing tax dollars back in local communities. You guys are taking it a step further now. And building up those communities that everybody thinks that you're, you know, tearing, tearing down. Tearing down, you're right. Is, it's quite <laughs> ironic, but I think it's very important that people, you know, understand that. That these companies are doing more than probably even a lot of the other companies in Colorado were even doing on their own. Cannabis companies are taking it a step further because they want to. Because right. they need because they need to. And and the thing that a lot of people don't understand is that any you know, besides the volunteer work, we financially support a lot of these organizations. Um, they're their food banks, mm-hmm. local food banks, um, fundraisers. We so we give a lot monetarily. Mm-hmm. None of it is deductible federally. So, you know, most of the time people, oh yeah, donate that or yeah. volunteer. You can get you get that back on your taxes. Cannabis cannot because it's not federally legal. All of the money that Lightshade gives is truly a gift wow. yeah. to those organizations. So it's there's no. Um, monetary benefit it's all that heart benefit and yeah. you know and and showing the community what we can do and how we can partner and that we're nice people right yeah. <laughs> that we're right. good people yeah like genuinely interested in helping <clears throat> yeah. yeah and we touched on that in the precast a little bit about what it does for your employees um you know we've covered a lot in our episodes about you know bud tenders and the bud tender appreciation and taking care of the employees and really you know treating your employees as an asset and uh and you know it sounds like that's the case even at light shade that it sounds like 
uh, the employees are taking to heart, you know, these initiatives you guys are doing, feeling more connected with the company, feeling more connected with the purpose of, you know, the, the company's mission and where they're trying to go. And I think that speaks volume to, you know, the management you guys have and the vision that you guys have at Lightshade of like, we're going to care about the community. We're going to care about the environment. We're going to care about the, our people. We're going to care about other people. Right. It's something that you don't really see every day. But yeah. I wish there was more people like you, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and, and that's a really interesting point. And, and uh, my supervisor, Shannon Brooks, who's co-owner of Lightshade, she started this uh, CSR program and she comes from a CSR background. So she wanted to do this even you know right away as yeah. soon as as soon as they opened but they couldn't they had it took some time before they got it up and running and it took a lot of time to convince company yeah, nonprofits yeah. to accept the cannabis dollar you yeah. know and and it's and now you know with our employees i think that it's also really cool because they not only get to go and do these events but they get to meet people from right. the community right. and they get to make those personal contacts so Amazing Grace Church, that's a church up in Thornton, and it's one of our first partners. And people are like, cannabis in a church? What? You know? But Pat, the pastor there, his name is Pastor Kent. He's amazing. And um, the uh, Fed Heights store, because that's closest to the church, it's kind of their nonprofit. So we have stores that have, like, their nonprofit. Oh, cool. And then we have enterprise-wide nice. nonprofits that we all, you know, we okay. all kind of join together with. But... Amazing Grace Church, they have um, dinners. We support their food bank and do some other things with them, but they have these dinners, and the uh, store manager, a bunch of people show up, and they serve, and at first, everyone's like, oh my gosh, who are these people? And now there's a a quilting group of these little old ladies from church (laughs) that go now to Fed Heights to buy their special cream. Oh, my goodness. You know, they come and buy their special cream, and, um, you know, and they even get a little discount. We have senior discount now. That's so awesome. Yeah, so um, it's it's become not only good for, for the stores and for the employees to see, wow, this feels really good to give back, but they've actually kind of made friendships and yeah. built that trust right. to, to where these right. little ladies are coming and shopping for the topicals and the transdermals for their arthritis so that and they sit and talk about it you know yeah. and mention it at church and stuff so uh yeah so i think that's like like a really cool example yeah. of building those those bridges with the community yeah. right and that's exactly what we're wanting to happen you know practically like we're trying to normalize cannabis right. and so you know maybe it is you know donating your time to a local church and may having the church people realize, yeah, these are all just normal people. Right, they're just great like people. Like, yeah, yeah. and they come out all the time and they help us. You yeah. know, like Denver Urban Gardens, this is another great that. example. Um, Nonprofit. Oh, yeah, and we partner with them in many ways, but one of the, um, they have a farm called Delaney Community Farm in Aurora, uh-huh. and the, it's Project Worthmore is the actual nonprofit that, that's under Denver Urban Gardens. And there's immigrants from the community that come and learn how to farm. It's an intensive program. They grow all of this produce. It's a huge farm. And then they're able to take that produce and give it back to their communities. So immigrant communities. So we go out there, and it is so much fun. Um, One day I worked with these two ladies that were, um, oh, I think they were from Bali. And... uh, and I just let them boss me around yeah. all day, you know, and it, and it was kind of fun to give them all the power. Uh-huh. And I've done a little farming, honestly. I didn't, I acted like I didn't know anything <laughs> because I really wanted them to, 
to have that feeling right. of being, you know, of being in charge. Yeah. And I have this group of volunteers that I get to like tell what to do and, uh-huh. you know, and it was just so cool. And it's empowering. Yeah. It's empowering it's for the community. To people too. And I think, you know, it's, it's not something that's talked about enough. I mean, right now we're, we're, uh, we're in the midst of this new leaf program that just got, you know, unveiled and starting to get pushed around. And, you know, I don't think that even gets enough attention to all these communities that have been hurt by prohibition and all these other communities like the veterans, you know, the veteran community that's being hurt on the prescription side of the medical problem. And, you know, I have countless stories to tell you about veterans who were so upset with having to take prescription medicine that it's not good. It's terrible. And I think, you know, that's what we need to be doing is empowering these communities and telling them that, yeah, what you, what you feel or, you know, the fact that you, that you're seeking cannabis to fix your medical problem, you're not a bad person for that. And we're going to support you and we're going to give you the, the plant-based medicine you deserve to have and cut out you know, pharmaceutical drugs that are taking away your quality of life. And these immigrants that have really nothing, they come here with nothing, they have no skills, they're you know, probably barely even learning to speak English, things yeah, like that. They, they... And you give them a skill and then what you just did was give them, you're empowering them, giving them confidence in their skill now to become a contributing member of society. Yeah. We're also, you know, skills, talking about skills, we worked with the Gathering Place. So the Gathering Place is a resource center for women, children, and transgender individuals who are experiencing homelessness here in Denver. And every month we go to lunch there and we pay, prepare, serve, and clean up lunch. So, and there's about three, I think about 300, 200, 300 people, depending on the season. And so we all go down once a month. We pick what's, you know, and Shannon's great. She'll pick something really fancy to cook, like (laughs) shrimp that they never get, you know. So we'll buy something special that they never get. And, um, and we'll go there. But one thing that we did with uh, the gathering place that was really interesting is that uh, myself and Bankst, mm-hmm. you know, the, um, the staffing recruitment company. staffing, yeah, we partnered with the gathering place and we held a, kind of a badge workshop. This is how to get your badge. Oh, cool. These awesome. are because there are so many people yeah. that were experiencing homelessness because they can't get a job, right. because they rely on cannabis as medicine. Mm-hmm. And they can't afford a urinal. I mean, they can't do a urinalysis, right? right? Yeah. So we we taught them. You know, this is how you I do love it. That. This That's is how. Cool. This is an app. We we sat there with them yes. to fill out their applications, yeah. and we were able to employ a person at Lightshade um, right. as a result of that. And we're looking at partnering with Servicios this year on teaching people how to trim, like putting them through go. an actual work. Um, like a work study program so that they'll have those skills, they'll have their badge and they'll be employable. So there's a lot of ways when you start thinking out of the box, it's not just donating or volunteering. It's like, how else can we help? Let's get these people employed in the industry. You know, what's the phrase you can, you can feed a man bread, you know, but if you teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. I mean, that's pretty much what you guys are doing is you're giving back skills and and giving these guys a quality of life that they can't find anywhere else, which is huge. Yeah, no, it's fun. And, and veterans. So there's this great organization. It's a national organization, but the uh, local chapter of project sanctuary. And, um, they work strictly with veterans who've returned recently from deployment and Mm -hmm. their families. Mm -hmm. So they keep families together. They keep, um, our soldiers alive, you know, suicide rate is super high for people who are returning from deployment and project sanctuary, um, holds these retreats that we've helped with and they're up in the mountains and they have counselors there. It's for the whole family. Mm -hmm. So they have counseling sessions. They have, um, fun things for the families to do and to recognize, um, you know, just how to, to reacclimate really. Mm -hmm. 
and also provide those resources for jobs and things. So, um, so thinking out of the box, one thing we did with them besides going and helping at the, at the retreat is we have these bud drawings at the dispensaries of our own bud that we had curated, right? Fancy, fancy bud (laughs) drawings. And I think it's, uh, I want to say white dog, blue dream and, uh, white 99 or the white maybe. Huge bud drawings, beautifully drawn of our bud, uh-huh. literally pictures of our bud. And then um, we, you know, there was a, a contract misunderstanding. Somebody found from our from our store um, one of these on Amazon, and we're like, oh, wait a minute, you know, they, we curated these. So Shannon talked to the artist, and he's like, no problem. If anybody buys prints of these, we're, you know, all the money is going to go to Project Sanctuary. Uh-huh. So. It's called uh, shopgoldleaf.com. Oh, Goldleaf. So if you go to shopgoldleaf.com, yeah. So you go in, and for those particular prints, the the profit goes to Project Sanctuary. So it's like my boss quick on her feet thinking, okay, how can I turn this into a great situation to help one of of many organizations? But it really fit in with Project Sanctuary because... Um, the the retreats are, you know, sometimes, but we wanted to be more actively giving back. And also bringing awareness to exactly what you said, yeah. um, with these soldiers wanting to get off opiates and yeah. you know needing that medicine for PTSD and it's a very um, real epidemic that I don't think you know that's another thing that does not get enough attention you know in school when I was studying PTSD and really starting to understand this PTSD in general it was incredible the amount of people that reach out and you started realizing that wow this problem is bigger than anything I can do. And it's bigger than I think, uh, you know, anything one company or a couple people can do. It's a conversation that needs to be had with, you know, nationwide with multiple people and multiple organizations. And um, I think it's cool that you guys are taking a step to start, you know, pushing that as well as an angle of conversation and mm-hmm. helping out. Yeah. Yeah. Veterans are, you know, and there's so much research on, on the, you know, your endocannabinoid system and how PTSD you know, is directly affecting it, it directly affects your endocannabinoid system, and that's why cannabis works so well, mm-hmm. you know, to help with that anxiety and, mm-hmm. and those yeah. symptoms. And at the end of the day, it's the quality of life, too, that uh, the prescription medications, as most of us know, are probably not the best thing. And uh, I mean, it's just this week alone, you have a CEO of uh, one of the largest pharmaceutical companies who's sitting in federal court over pushing opioids, and it, it's almost sickening. And uh, it's just sad that our veterans have had to bear the brunt of that. Uh, basically, in my opinion, it's malpractice. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, that just further, you know, solidifies the, the need for cannabis to be a safe alternative, a plant-based alternative to where, hey, if somebody finds relief in cannabis and they can remove themselves from prescription drugs and not only probably save themselves some money, but extend their life by m- multiple years, I think everybody should be in favor of that. Right. Yeah. No, it's great. And um, yeah, bringing light to, to veterans, you know, I think that it's just a it's a missing piece, I think, that people really need to, to start looking at because they a lot of them need cannabis. You know, they really right. need that to feel better. Um, but, yeah, we're always open to ideas and, on working with veterans and how we can further that. So if you ever run into someone in the future that's working with veterans, let us know. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I think it would be cool once, um, you know, once the federal legalization changes and doors kind of open <clears> up <throat> for cannabis companies and to... To see the uh, the different organizations that come out of basically the shadows and want to work with cannabis organizations, so I think all of us are going to be really shocked at you know the widespread reach of of these different things. And uh, I really think we're just in the midst of things like CSR and uh, you know changing the tides and the conversation around 
you know, communities who have been hurt by it. And I think it's just beginning to kind of start roll downhill. So yep, I agree. it's cool to see it all come together. And I'm stoked to see the different kind of creativity and ingenuity come out of Cannabis. Cannabis so yeah. something really cool. So um, Aurora Warms the Night, they work with the homeless population in um, Aurora. And so we've supported them in a you know, variety of ways, like when they have their count so that for the census, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll like buy pizza, you know, or we um, did, so they have a shower truck now. They've rolled out a shower oh, nice. truck and it's a five-stall shower truck. They park it at different places mm-hmm. and anyone that's experiencing homelessness can just come and take a warm shower. So you'll actually see the light shade logo on <laughs> on the shower truck, on the Aurora Warms and Night shower truck. So, you know, we've supported them for with the truck and um, also with winter packs. Like we have the staff would, we've purchased all of, you know, all of these toiletries and blankets and hats and gloves and all of this and made a hundred packs. You know, we just sat down one day, it was over at the Peoria store and just like filled these packs and so give them to Aurora Warms tonight so then they can give them how they mm-hmm. how they want to you mm-hmm. know so just lots of ways there's just, there's a million ways and we challenge other cannabis companies to step up yeah. and start giving back and start thinking outside the box yeah Absolutely. and i mean they're going to not have, they won't have a choice at some point like you know what i mean like especially as the competition continues to grow i mean like we said at the beginning you have to stand out somehow and like you have to stand out on an authentic way as well so when shannon was talking at mj biz uh, they were talking a lot about how well that's great you could have a csr program but it could be inauthentic right like it could be completely just genuine and that's important as well like they were talking about how there's they would like um survey the employees to determine what they cared about the most and then they would move yes. forward with those types of nonprofits versus you know oh the boss thought these five things were good so we'll just do that and everybody should care you about need the buy-in right right yeah so yeah. they really have to get the employee engagement you know to make this program really work yep yeah you, d- you definitely do and the way we do that at lightshade is we have a csr committee so we have a representative one or two representatives from each store and we meet at least quarterly for plans. Mm-hmm. You know, what are we going to do next? And they, they help us think of things too. So I think that that's really important is to get that um, feedback yeah, from, from employees, right. from yeah. your staff on, you know, what they want to do. The problem is, though, is we're so busy with just these organizations mm-hmm. that I mentioned. And I get requests all the time, health requests. And yeah. can you help us? Can you help us? And it's like, you know, there's... We don't want to spread so thin that we're not making an impact. Right. Absolutely. Um, and that's, again, where other cannabis companies, I mean, there's plenty to go around, right? Yeah. There's plenty of need out there, and there are plenty of programs. They'd be happy to sit down with you mm-hmm. and tell you what they need. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'd really like to see you know companies start partnering, too. So if somebody's out there listening and maybe you don't know where to go, you know, it sounds like Lightshade's open to partnerships. So. You know, definitely reach out to them. And I think that's what I want to see is everybody kind of drop the tide of competition and come together and care about these communities more than for just making a buck and, right. you know, doing it the right way. And that's what has to happen. And, you know, and, and that's, a, that's a really great point. This Christmas, we did, um, <clears throat> uh, it was called 12 Days of Christmas, and we were doing a toy drive for mm-hmm. three organizations. And the, uh, so I set up four promotions. And in order to access those four promotions over those 12 days, you had to donate a toy brand new original packaging worth ten dollars right so it did fantastic we have the most generous customers so we and 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 the vendors you know they were all on board evil lab like even donated 
toys to every store to just kind of get it going. Yeah. We ended up with so many toys, I got to add another nonprofit on. Nice. So we ended up with four nonprofits. I mean, our SUVs several times over, full, 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 <laughs> just delivering, delivering toys. And so then I had another dispensary reach out, a competing dispensary, and say, hey, what are you guys doing with this? You know, what's going on? And it was actually for the warm clothing drive that we did around Thanksgiving. And I just hooked them up. I said, hey, this is what we're, you can't use our ad, you know, but this is it. This is what we're doing. Here's the number. These are some of the organizations. And, you know, like, it's easy. It's not a hard thing to develop a framework for CSR. And I just kind of, like, handed that over and introduced them by email to mm-hmm. some of the organizations that we work with, and they were able to just do it on their own. So, cool. yeah. That's how it should be. It should right? be we're a community. Everybody, right. we're all part of the same community. Right. And we're all after the same thing, right? And that's, yeah. to, we, we want to elevate the communities while we do good and normalize mm-hmm. c- consumption. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, it's, it's without question that I think Lightshade's one of the leaders in that area, especially here in Colorado. Yeah. And I think as the nation kind of unfolds, I think, you know, people will be looking at Lightshade to see, you know, how you guys did it and how they can take part. Yeah, no, cool. it's a privilege really to work with the communities and to meet these people. To me, it's it's a privilege. You know, it's it's not like a chore. Right. Oh my God, I got to, you know, like next week we're going to the gathering place for our uh, monthly lunch. Uh-huh. And um, and everyone's like, darn it, I can't go. Like if you yeah. can't uh-huh. go, like darn it, I can't go. Because <laughs> right. it's so fun and you get to know the staff there and you even get to know like, which lady's going to come up yeah. and want like a seconds before everyone's spin, you know, yeah. you get yeah, to know. know everybody's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Family at that right. Point. And, not... um, so the longer that you're with an organization, it's, it's, you become kind of embedded in that, in that organization's culture as well. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's great for us as a, like you said, as a community. Mm-hmm. Right. It is, yeah. How do you see your CSR affecting like employee retention? Do you feel like it's helping? I think, you know, I th- that's a really great question. I've never really thought about it in terms of retention. We have really good employee retention good. Um, overall, and I, and I think that that is due to a wide range of benefits. So not only the benefit of, of having these ready-made volunteer opportunities, but, you know, great medical, dental, um, retirement, um, counseling, oh, you know, even awesome. personal loans. I mean... We, our owners are so great. They even get, um, we have a masseuse that will go to each mm-hmm. store once a month for the whole day and do chair massages for no the staff. Way. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no I'm, no, I'm not even kidding. They have a food budget for their fridge. Every month they get a food budget and get to buy what they want, you know, wow. so. Um, that's good. Yeah, and the team, so that there, there's that, there's great benefits. And then there's also a, a really cool uh, team vibe, I guess, and one way that we do that, so another organization, Colorado Homeless Families, all these things, they're, they just pop, you know. <laughs> For Christmas, we adopt, and we did this last year too, every store adopts a family from Colorado Homeless Families. And um, our owners generously give them money, $100 per person. And so we get the wish list of these families. Yeah. And each, you know, so each person gets $100 worth of, you know, in gift uh-huh. cards. And here's the list, we give it to the store. And they go out as a team and buy the gifts, wrap the gifts, and then de- deliver the gifts. And then we, I mean, it was, they, they had so much fun, the photos of them going and picking out yeah. these crazy, you know, yeah, gifts at so these fun. families. Yeah. So opportunities like that, too, I think, build more of that family right, feel. Right, culture is much stronger. Yeah. It's just a different culture at Lightshade, yeah. I think. And, 
and um, it builds that you know retention. But I think it's it kind of ties in with just who we are as a company. Right. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That's huge too. I mean, the company culture is becoming huge and. Uh, sounds like you guys have a well-established one. Awesome. Yeah, it's fun, right? Fun, the the yeah. massage part. <laughs> yeah, no, Nobody sure. can believe we, you know, employees. Um, you know, we we can't penny things out anymore. You know, with mm-hmm. compliance, it's mm-hmm. now dollar. But um, yeah, as a benefit, every employee is entitled to one gram joint per week at a wow. dollar. Oh. So yeah, that's, you not, did, that's, a, not, that's a pretty. Isn't that a deal, sweet? No that's, that's a yeah, that's a sweet benefit. You know, and so little things like that. Um, are great, but um, yeah, the CSR work, it's just, I've seen employees cry at, at events yeah, where, sure. where they just get so overwhelmed and they've never done anything right. like it. And, and then, and then they're hooked, you know, yeah. then they, they want to come to all right. of the different events. So yeah, it's totally an experience money can't buy. For right. Sure. Yes. Right. Well, that's awesome. And it's refreshing because, you know, we've kind of been, in the past episodes, we've been talking about, you know, all the problems of blood tenders and all these downfalls and all these, like, concerns. And so it's good to hear, you know, if you are a blood tender looking for a job, check out Lightshade. <laughs> yeah, our homepage. Like <laughs> yeah, Lightshade resume refreshing. at lightshade.com. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it, it sounds like there's going to be some happy butt tenders over there. <laughs> yeah. and, and you can check out like on our on our website, it's just lightshade.com. Um, on the top of, top right of the page, there's a CSR link. Mm-hmm. So I'll you can just yeah, you just click on there, and you can see all of the organizations that we work with, what we've done, a couple photos. Um, we've done a lot of work with Leaf Fire. They've been great, and they'll come out, especially Denver Urban Gardens, and video. Nice. And you know, make little videos for Leaf Fire TV. Mm-hmm. But um, they can just click on any of those links to any of those partners and go onto their website, and there's ways to volunteer. Some of them even have a calendar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where do you want to go? Right. Where are you going to volunteer? And you just, like, kind of well, click cool. where you want to volunteer. So That's awesome. We're yeah. going to have to get involved more. Yeah, we need to be <laughs> right? more volunteering, yeah. yeah. We have time. We'll cut some stuff out. <laughs> yeah. Let us, maybe we'll join you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'll reach out. You know, we... we um, we do partner with our vendors, and we have some partners that that work with us. We had a an event at Denver Urban Gardens. On, it was a harvest event in the fall. We had over 30, 35 people show up, oh and a lot of vendors came that day. That's so, awesome. you know, we're a retailer. Mm-hmm. So I just reached out to the vendors, and a lot of them now have started things on their own. Yeah. Just because of that yeah. one day, we worked really hard in the farm. I mean, we were like... Yeah wheelbarrows and manure I mean we worked hard together and competing vendors like that sell the same product that are competing working side by side in the field it was just it was just amazing that's an amazing site it's really what it's about right it it was great down their armor and (laughs) working together yeah that's great it was so cool I think yeah and it all comes full circle everybody knows that right yeah karma Karma is a thing for sure (laughs) Well, cool. thank you, Joe. Like, thank you so much for coming out and educating us more about CSR so we can see a practical example of how it works. So we appreciate that and Lightshade. Um, so if anybody lives in the local Denver area, definitely check out Lightshade. I know they have a really exciting new Sustainably Grow coming yeah. soon. Yeah, we actually are, um, we have a greenhouse that's Sustainable Greenhouse, and it'll be um, opening anytime, anytime, uh, we're looking probably, you know, the next few weeks and we'll be able to start growing there, but it, it has, um, reclaimable 
water, reclaimable nutrients, CO2 is a reclamation system, um, sunlight. All of our stores have um, LED lights, mm -hmm. everything, yeah. our entire stores. You know, it was a, it was a big cost up front, mm -hmm. yeah. but it saves money in the long run, and it's the right thing yeah. to do. So even little things like that that mm -hmm. we can do, um, we try to is you know that's one of our pillars too is that environmental sustainability. Yeah. So yeah, that grow is going to be awesome. I can't wait. We're so we're so forgiving. more and more yeah. strains. We're going to get more strains, and you know we'll have all kinds of good light oh, shades. That's exciting. Sun-grown cannabis, you can't beat it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's it. important as the consumers, you know, to do your your background and research and figure out, you know, which dispensaries align with your beliefs, and those are all important things to know and to think about. And thank, right, yeah. thank you, yeah. really, Lucy, for saying that because. I, I think it does matter, and I think it matters more and more to customers where they spend their money. Absolutely. You know, yeah. it, it does matter. Everybody's concerned about their votes, and it's like you're directly voting with your dollar that's in your pocket. Yep. Mm -hmm. Your hard-earned dollar, vote with your dollar. Right. Yep. Because at the end of the day, you know, is, is where you're voting with your dollar, they care about you. You know, so be shopping to a place where they care about you and care about the community you live in. Right. Instead of just caring about that bottom line, you know, yep. and, and or caring about um, being in the spotlight, like. I, I talked to you guys earlier. We don't do a lot of advertising about this because it's not about that. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's right. it's about giving back, Authentic, paying it forward. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, Looking we, for nothing in return, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. Well, I, we really appreciate your time, Joe, and we appreciate everything you've done at Lightshade. And a huge shout out to, you know, Shannon at Lightshade. It, it's really cool to see how everything comes full circle with that. Lucy and I had just kind of, I feel like, touched on CSR with Mark Ross and it was just a couple of days later, a couple of weeks later, went to MJ BizCon and saw Shannon speak and, yeah. and you know, saw, uh, you know, EVO Hemp and, mm -hmm. and Bloom Farms. And it really changed our focus at that point. So we're, this is where, you know, more companies need to be doing this. This is the future of cannabis. So it's cool now to see it all come full circle. We have you on the show. And yeah. It's just cool how, you know, life finds its way. So. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That I know. I was like it. just sitting there that day and I thought about, I was like, oh, I know somebody on life. And I was like, they're doing this. <laughs> so yeah, it's great. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for having, Absolutely. having me and having, you know, having a, a venue really to talk about different things like CSR and mm -hmm. educate the public and make that call to action to other cannabis businesses to, to hop on board. There's plenty of work to do. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and we're we're committed to make the cannabis industry, you know, a professional place to to interact and, and organize and grow and, and everybody do their thing and, and do their part. So, always. Awesome. <laughs> All right, you guys, and with that, I'm lit. I'm lucid. And that's it. And later's. This episode of Lit and Lucid podcast is produced in partnership with YooHoo Creative and Design. YooHoo Creative specializes in marketing, social media management, content creation, and other creative needs. YooHoo, helping your company become who you need to be. If you're interested in learning more, hit us up at yoohoocreative at gmail.com.